0: Let's hope they don't die. Oh, oh, not really die. Funny or die. Got it. I was like, damn, Mike, you went dark. A modern podcast where Chris and Mike talk about TV, movies, superheroes, and everything in between. It's time for Superhero Slate! Hello everyone and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and
1: superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name's Mike Royer.
0: And this week, Iron Fist hits hard. Okay. I made a, I made a hit sound there, did you hear it? <laughs> yeah, I heard it. It's There's on some board. venom flowing through our veins. Ooh. Mm-hmm uh is the sun setting for the dark night oh Uh-oh. well
1: the dark i think the dark Knight would like that though because he it, wants the sun to set it so, is a okay. very
0: dark night when the, when the sun <laughs> sets. it could be good <laughs> anyway anyway move along and more <laughs> and more so so there we go we we got through it so
1: man so this <laughs> is uh this episode so usually when we when we hop on these mics together we warm we we warm up a little bit we have a little bit of a conversation off the record i would say but I feel like I've been using my voice for at least an hour plus already, so I don't know if that's going to add to our conversations or if I'm just going to hit the ground sooner at the end of this episode, but I'm I'm leaning more towards for uh this is gonna be an awesome episode Mm because there's a there's there's things i need to know from your point of view so i'm looking forward to this episode
0: great well this was my first podcast in a new decade of my life if you will for us oh yeah that's that's uh that's that's been going on uh this weekend had a good time friday with family and some some friends and um i spent most of yesterday working on building uh re not building but like I guess I have an arcade cabinet shell and getting parts to put in this to play all the old arcade games, not just one or two.
1: You know, from the outside, it looks like you're desperately trying to reclaim your youth now that you've hit 30. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like when I was uh, when I was uh, like back in grade school and stuff like that, you know, you always looked at like the age of 30 as just like something almost like unattainable or you think your life would just be so drastically different when you turn 30, you know, that's probably like the first time when I think you start to think like, Oh, that's an adult, someone at 30 years old. And then you're over here just like, we're making a podcast about superheroes and you're making (laughs) retro arcade cabinets. (laughs) Like nothing changes, nothing. There's no monumental, monumental change at 30. (laughs) No, not at all.
0: So I I bought myself a pop vinyl. Um, I bought myself a (laughs) CRT monitor uh, which I got a little story about that, and um, I got some of the best gifts at work. My my work bought me a key lime cheesecake and some Black Bolt T-shirts that I've oh, never wow. seen before.
1: I- that's awesome.
0: And then my friend John, who's also I guess he's he's a realtor at my office, gave me one of those infinity gauntlet oven mitts from a loot crate that had a recall on them because they're not oven <laughs> like temperature safe.
1: Because they can't, you can't actually use them. That's hilarious. I love how you can't actually use them in the oven.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like to have one just feels so good. So <laughs> I got a bunch. Of, I bought a bunch of kids stuff. Um, with that CRT monitor, I bought it for seven dollars at a peddler's mall, Mike, and. I, I was so happy, and I got it home, and I sat down and and I looked at the back of it, and the first words out of my mouth were like "fuck me," and uh, <laughs> because it only has the coaxial input on this TV, no RCA uh, cables. Oh my gosh,
1: I didn't even know <laughs> they did that.
0: Yep, it still works though because it's got that home when you turn it on and plug it in. It's awesome. Ooh, so the warm I spent. Glow. I spent three hours going to different stores last night before they closed trying to find an RCA uh, converter, an RF modulator, (laughs) if you will. Uh... (laughs) So I got home and played my PlayStation 2 on it to test it out to make sure it works. So, uh, it, this arcade is going to be awesome. I'm really excited. I'm going to keep you guys uh, on progress with it because I've got most of the computer built for it as well. So. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, totally, totally excited about that. Mike, anything else you want to add before we jump into this? I mean, Well, basically our first news item
1: is kind of what my weekend's been uh, comprised of, of watching this uh, new show that will be uh, spoiler casting next week because we're both not finished with it yet, I'm assuming.
0: Oh, you would be very... Very correct. So, Iron Fist. Marvel's (laughs) Iron Fist landed on Friday, on my birthday. Uh It was the best gets ever. Um, I know a lot of people who have watched and finished the show already. Uh, Wow. Including superfan Jim, I believe, has watched most of it. Uh, Brian of Comic UI, he watched all of it for sure. Um, I didn't get to watch it till today, Mike. (laughs) Today was the first day because of everything going on. And um, I actually upgraded my Netflix subscription to watch it in 4K for the first time. So, this is my first 4K show off Netflix, and I've got two episodes in, and you know what? I'm really enjoying myself. I have to say, people have said it's slow. I don't get it, so.
1: My, okay, well, I guess uh, with two with two episodes in, uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Uh, I'll go ahead and let everybody know this is going to be spoiler-free for sure, yeah. even with these couple episodes. I think I'm about four or five episodes in. I don't exactly remember the episode we left off on, but... Uh, but remember, we, uh, we had this whole conversation last week where I was getting a little worried about Iron Fist. I started hearing some shaky things from people. I I, ha- I saw some uh, some uh, possibly fake news memes on Instagram that you told me not to worry about. It was very kind of you to to reassure me. Mm-hmm. So I was a little worried getting going into Iron Fist. Uh, but then on on Friday when we watched our first episode, I pulled up. Pulled it up on Netflix and I saw the the star rating and it was almost at... Uh, I think at five, maybe like 4.8. If you could equate the, uh, the, the meter that was filled there. So I was just like, just seeing that star rating just like instantly made me feel better. Even though I know that star ratings kind of all over the place. And I think Netflix is even getting rid of it. It was still nice to see, you know, a visual confirmation kind of contradicting some of the stuff that (laughs) I
0: saw. It wasn't a kick in the nuts. Uh, Yeah.
1: And and also just, I'm, I'm just laying down some caveats here before we jump into it. Also, a lot of the reviews out there for people that for the critics that have reviewed the show ahead of time I believe they have only saw the first 6 episodes. It, so yeah,
0: it's the first it's the first half pretty yeah, much.
1: Yeah, so they haven't actually had a chance to see the whole episode. So that's kind of where I'm leaving it with everything that was out there in the ether. So basically we got into the show and uh I and I have to say like it's <laughs> I've I've been really trying to find the best way to describe to describe this just because um, I don't I don't want to hate on the show because I'm not done watching it yet. But it has a lot working for it, but it also has a lot working against it. So, first of all, it's this kind of prestige show of being on Netflix next to all of these other awesome Netflix shows that have, we have watched. Uh, you know, yeah, we may have didn't like the back half of Luke Cage that much, but the first half is good. You know, we love Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and those have been really, really great. And um, it has that working for it, and also it's the last show before we get the Defenders. I mean, that hype train was really running for that show, getting all these guys together. You know, it's basically it's getting a lot of people really excited. This, but also I think the show has a lot working against it, unfortunately so first off uh the kind of story of iron fist on the surface is kind of one where i think people are pretty familiar with now in the superhero space so you got similar things happening in arrow and in batman where you kind of have a character uh coming back from far away trying to either reclaim a company or reclaim their city or something like that so it's a very familiar theme i'm not saying that's necessarily iron Fist's fault it's literally his origin but you know i That it's working against it, I think, a little bit. And also, you can't. You can't necessarily get around the fact that this is kind of like a white guy that knows Kung Fu coming back to uh, New York and kind of uh, white mansplaining it to people. I know it kind of sounds a little social justice warrior, but there's not really any way they can get around that either. That's like literally the character. That's how Iron Fist always has been. So even though it's not really a problem for me, I know some people, it's going to bug some people out there and that's going to... that's going to start to spread out there on the web. So, it, like I said, it's got things working for it and it's got things working against it. So, all of that stuff shouldn't matter, right, if you get into, into the show and it's good. But, unfortunately, right now, the show for me is just very mediocre. You know, um, I don't really like the character of Danny right now in these first couple of episodes... Um, some of the characters I think are doing things that are kind of silly and don't make a whole lot of sense. Um, And also I don't think I'm the best judge of, of acting. You know, I'm a horrible actor myself. I would never even try to do it. And uh, I, I, I think even really bad actors can fool me, but I'm just not on board with Finn Jones's performance as Danny Rand so far. You know, I don't really understand where he's coming from at the character and every once in a while, he'll just throw down these random kind of proverbs that just, just seem really strange and out of place. But so far, the story is kind of starting to get me slowly. I wouldn't necessarily say the show is moving slow necessarily as it's just not coming together very quickly for me. You know, I was thinking about all the other Netflix shows that we've had. And how quickly and exciting they've moved along. Like, think about episode 3 of Daredevil with that killer awesome hallway fight scene that we all loved. Think about episode 3 of Luke Cage, I believe is the one where he stormed Crispus Attics and he just destroyed all of those fools. Uh, like, I just have not really gotten anything like that in Iron Fist so far. And I, I kind of feel a little bit let down. So, I'm hoping maybe by the time we get to the back half of the season, things will really start to pick up. But... I mean, right now it just seems mediocre. Like it just seems like if we put this on the CW, this is the best show CW has ever made, and we would all praise them. But you know it's on Netflix and it's following up all these awesome Netflix shows and it's just it's letting me down
0: right now, man. Well, see, I'm on the other side of this because I think Daredevil and Luke Cage are too much alike. and this is more of a breath of fresh air in what we're getting. But again, I, I in the movie world, I'm like more of a slow burn movie. Like my my other movies are very slow burn movies. Like, uh, like uh, the movie Seven is one of, you know one of my favorite movies. It's a slow burn movie, right? Uh, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't come together until much later. And you know, out of two episodes, I can't say a lot. It does feel, I can feel the time passing when I'm watching these two episodes. That was that was a fact. But at the same time, I didn't. I never once resorted to picking up my phone and doing something else, so it's got me enthralled with the mysteries going on here. Um, I think the first episode hits you so hard with a lot of stuff, like it, it does. It's not fast stuff, but it, like they could have made that first episode the first half of the season um, if they if they they'd done it right. But I again two episodes and I can't say a whole lot, but I'm not I, I'm not vehemently against the show. Uh, I would probably watch it more than Arrow simply because to me a lot of people are comparing it to arrow and that's why i say this is arrow seems more like a daytime soap opera and this is um i don't know it's it's got a little bit of the flashbacks of arrow but it's not quite that bad in terms of like quality and acting and the dialogue to me but my other experience with iron fist is from the ultimate spider-man cartoon show i don't know if you've watched any of that um, I'm I'm familiar. I don't think I've seen Iron it's Fist. It's like either, a though. it's a kid version of like there's a kid Luke Cajun kid Iron Fist, and in uh-huh. that one he's like the the provincial hippie of, of things, you know, talking in like that surfer dude like you uh-huh. think he's high but he's really not kind of voice. So uh-huh. I'm, I'm glad they didn't go completely spiritual, Danny Rand. Like he's still got some issues going on here, like the anxiety and whatever is going on. I, I I can't even explain it to like to ruin it for anybody. That's that's my problem. Uh, But I, I, I get where people are coming from But I've not seen enough to vehemently Say don't watch this I still think people should watch it But don't expect action levels From Daredevil and Luke Cage era
1: yeah. And, and I think that is one thing that does disappoint me a little bit. I mean, this Danny Rand, the iron fist, mm-hmm. he's supposed to be this Kung Fu master. And I have yet to really see anything that's blown me away on that front. You know, you've had, you have Matt Murdoch who kind of like grew up on the streets of hell's kitchen. His dad kind of taught him the fight. He trained himself and he's just like kicking everybody's ass up and down the street for nearly all 13 episodes. And like, I just really hoping the back half of this season they just really rail into it, really get into this uh, kung fu action, uh, because uh, right now it's you know it's a little slow, it's just a little uneven. So uh, I'm car- I'm crossing my fingers here that when we do the spoiler cast next week, uh, my my position and perspective will change. So. Let's 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 hope for that because I'm still hype and excited for defenders. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And again, I give I give the actors a lot of credit. I mean, I know you said you know you're on Master. I think the actors are doing a great job. Um, I, I think it's just hard to tell the story of a rich man who who has been away for a long time, come back. You know, yet again in a different way. So, uh, without changing the character too much. So I'm definitely, yeah. what that. is
1: it? That, what is it? The, um, the older friend who's the head of the Rand company. What's his name? Ward. Ward. Yeah. Uh, my, my wife pointed out and I agreed that, uh, Ward, he looks like a, an evil or off-brand version of Justin Long. So, uh, if you guys are watching the show, take a look and see if you think I, that
0: too. I honestly haven't, I haven't seen that yet. I've been watching. I haven't seen that yet, but, um, I, I, I think it's good. I think there's a lot of mysteries. I'm intrigued. And I'm gonna take my time watching it. Hopefully, that might be a problem with a lot of people. Like when you try to binge watch a show, you lose a lot, or either you feel it or you don't feel it. So um, I don't know. We'll see. Next week, spoiler cast, right? Spoiler cast. Yes. Next put... week, spoiler cast. We will let you. We will let you know for sure. I'm typing that in the notes right
1: now, so it's official. It's
0: official. so the yeah. notes.
1: Yeah, we will. We will let you know for sure if we are on the
0: board of Iron Fist or not. Mm-hmm. So um, that brings us... We're going to switch gears to another TV show, Legion. I watched a lot of Legion this week, um, mostly because uh, I watched Beauty and the Beast, and I'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later, but uh, the the guy who was the Beast is the main actor in Legion, Dan Stevens. Um, uh-huh. But Legion has a season two confirmed already, so uh, it's doing well over on FX, uh, that Fox and Marvel team up, you know, getting a second season confirmed. I think that's uh-huh. good. I- have you seen a lot of it, or are you... Are you- uh we've still only seen the first
1: episode we have decided to go the binge route of this show so i think the last episode airs next week Mm, or possibly the week after no Uh,
0: is it eight or ten uh, i
1: think they're they're coming up on getting close to the end here
0: so well um, it was just six so i think there's eight so yeah two more
1: yeah so um we're gonna binge watch it all but yeah i've heard really good things a lot of positive response um I think there at the very beginning, people were a little worried about it just because uh, it was it, there. Was there was a whole not a whole lot of concrete knowledge going on in the show. I guess since this is kind of supposed to be about oh what's real and what's not, that was kind of confusing people. They're kind of waiting for it to settle a little bit. But I guess it's settled and people are really like where it's going.
0: Oh, see, I never heard any of that, but it is one of those shows you have to watch. Like actively watch this well, show. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have you to watch
1: every show. <laughs> well, well, I
0: mean, well there are shows I can put on and like work on something else while it's in the background. Uh-huh. But Legion you have to watch actively watch every second or you're going to miss something very crucial that happens later on um, yes
1: br- bring out those third grader active listening skills it's, that your teacher worked so hard to instill in you <laughs>
0: uh, not even just listen just watch it you just got to watch it and see what's going on cuz there's like you know glitches in his mind it's kind of like the matrix a little bit that way it meets inception uh it's it's cool i'm really excited i've got to watch the last one but um really kicking it up it's really kicking it up so i'm glad season two's coming so bring that on legion uh Guardians of the Galaxy volume 2 um is confirmed with the sequel. You kind of gave me this bit of news here. Uh volume 3 was confirmed by James Gunn, but we don't know if he'll be directing it. So.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it was co- it was cool to hear that they're going to be getting a volume 3. I don't think that necessarily surprises anybody because no. <laughs> all of these Marvel movies seem to be getting kind of their trilogy treatment. You know, so uh, I'm looking forward to Volume 3 because I think that should be really big, I would think. You know, they went really big with Captain America and Civil War, that being its third movie. So I can only imagine how crazy they'll go with um, with Guardians mm. of the Galaxy. But also, that just makes me start to uh, get a little excited because then you get to start to think about the future of the Marvel Universe. Yes. So that means Volume 3 is going to be after infinity war it's going to be after that phase of marvel so it's going to be in this kind of whole new post infinity world so it makes me think oh you know what's going to go
0: on there exactly yeah what's what's the landscape going to be like in in, you know um three to five years when it comes out Mm -hmm. um i mean this is currently not on the radar for 2019 that we know of knock on wood uh it's probably going to bring in a ton of money so they'll probably try to make it like a a nice nice summer kickoff again so so we'll see about that Also for Volume 2, I did not know this, but Michael Rosenbaum has been quote-unquote added to the cast. He's already filmed his parts, but they confirmed his parts with Sylvester Stallone as key Marvel characters from the comic books.
1: Yeah, I forgot that they were even going to be in Volume 2 because I think I was so caught up with uh, Kurt Russell. I was like, oh yeah, Sylvester Stallone is supposed to be in this movie. That's so strange.
0: Yeah, and I didn't know Michael Rosenbaum was. Um, People might remember him as Lex Luthor in Smallville. So um, I I think that's he's cool jumping over there. Um, a lot of I really honestly don't know who they be. Um, I've not seen any screenshots. We've not seen any leaks. Uh, it's gonna be up in the air. And you know, being a month and a half away uh, from launch, I I want to say I want to say a little blind. I wanna I wanna keep my ears closed yeah. to that. Yeah
1: yeah I, the the phrase key Marvel characters really makes me curious. It mm-hmm. makes me think that they're not just gonna kind of be. Uh, just uh obscure characters kind of like mantises they're gonna be kind of a little bit more grounded into the uh mythos
0: yeah yeah exactly someone uh a a regular viewer might recognize or or know the name of perhaps uh-huh. um maybe maybe some nova core people who knows we don't know uh-huh. that's that's all i can think of off the top of my head is nova but
1: whoa sylvester yeah sylvester stallone as um i guess nova's dad uh, it, I guess it depends on who you want to say Nova. Nova is such a strange term because there's like Nova Chorus, but then there's Nova the hero and then there's... Richard Rider. Nova? Yeah, isn't Nova also kind of the, a mantle as well? Uh, so uh, yeah, I could see yeah. there's different, yeah,
0: I, different ones. But, yeah. I mean, h- h- the Nova helmet looks a lot like his Judge Dredd helmet, which they could obviously... <laughs> have some fun uh, with there
1: yeah i think okay that's what i want i want that I, that's what i want
0: <laughs> well there we go we'll see we'll see we'll definitely play that by ear um trying to trying to stay blind there's new tv spots popping up for this all over the place but i'm i'm, I'm avoiding like the plague and something i'm not avoiding like the plague though however is he humans um uh-huh. i have if if iron fist stays as low as it is and does not get better for me or for you we have to be careful with the Inhumans because it has the same showrunner <laughs> uh, as Iron Fist. So, that's fine. Whatever. However, we got some new images here. First up is um, this. Uh, you can kind of see what appears to be Medusa, Black Bolt, and their security guard, Orin, walking through a crowd of people while they were filming. Uh-huh. Uh, um, I believe the guy in the green kind of lower right of that red X is Karnak. It looks like uh, the Inhuman Karnak in his current outfit as well and um someone said they could see uh the guy um who's ramsey bolt maximus down there in the crowd but i I couldn't make it out very well yeah
1: this is a very uh it's a very telescoped shot from like up on a balcony down below to the ground Mm -hmm. uh basically the uh, the most that you can kind of take away from this is like you can kind of see medusa's get up a little bit and her like uh red uh, hair and purple purple dress But I didn't know that they were filming in Hawaii. I thought just the source was kind of cool. This is from like a uh, Real News Hawaii Twitter account. So I think that's kind of cool. I just assumed that they would either be filming in Atlanta or Los Angeles. And we'd kind of be seeing uh, them trying to jazz up these locations to make them look exotic. So I think that's kind of cool that they're filming in Hawaii. So maybe that's where they're going to set the show. Maybe they're going to try to... I don't know if they're trying to just keep them in tropical environments. Maybe that's going to be like where the kingdom for the Inhumans are, or maybe in some
0: sort of jungle type
1: area. But
0: I think that's kind of cool. So, well, a couple of things, the Inhumans world is very technologically advanced and we've seen some of that in shield, but they are the, in the comic from the nineties, um, it is kind of off the Island of Hawaii or somewhere. It was on, it was off a, the hidden off a, a Hawaiian, like Island looking land. So that's cool. Um, I thought we talked about this before. I must have just talked about it with somebody else. But um, Marvel now has a Hawaii office. That's because that's where they could also be filming uh, Namor slash the Submariner. So I would uh, I
1: would like to get a job at that Hawaiian office. Yeah. That would be a nice, a really nice place to work. <laughs> it
0: would be. And not only do we have Medusa, we also have a look at her uh, sister's hair. I believe the link uh, is a little broken here. Uh, but I, I can find it. She has the um, black stripe around her hair along with the black tips. And there's like a circle in the back. It's really weird looking. You'd know it in the comic books if you saw it in a heartbeat. Um, but I definitely... Um, uh, this. Oh, yeah. I can I can see it
1: right here. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's cool. I mean, this is this is always kind of my favorite part of new shows is uh, seeing how they uh, interpret the costumes to real life. So. I'm looking forward to, I guess, the inevitable Entertainment Weekly cover where they're all together, all jazzed up and photoshopped. So uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. But uh, this is – yeah, this is this is awesome.
0: Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, they, they're putting a lot of uh, effort into this, this for characters a lot of people don't know. So I so I do appreciate mm-hmm. that. And lastly, I saw this. Um, there's an obelisk-looking thing that they're filming around. Uh, it's covering another statue apparently. But um, at night when they light it up, it has the same sketches that Coulson was drawing at the end of season one of Agents of Shield. Mm-hmm. Um, which so that I- kind of brings it
1: back around to Agents of Shield, I guess, a little bit more.
0: Yeah, well, it, it at the end he had the Cree blood in him because he was trying to find the Cree map uh, to the mm. Inhumans, where the uh, the Terrigen was. So um, hashtag it's all connected, bro. hashtag <laughs> It's all connected. Uh, so I just thought it was a cool throwback. If you've been, if you watch Shield, at least through the first two seasons, you'll recognize some of that stuff. Um, and they even use that in some of the covers to kind of like tease it a little bit. Yeah, yeah
1: I tell you what, I'm just, I'm just excited to see if Inhumans are going to be a, a hit or miss. And this isn't even based on the showrunner. This is just based on this unique kind of thing they're doing with premiering the first. Uh, a couple episodes in IMAX, and it mm-hmm. seems like they're going really all out there. But then they're gonna gonna, I guess, transition to a more pedestrian ABC time slot on television, and uh, it's just it'll be it'll be interesting. I love this kind of new wave of uh, entertainment and how it kind of settles into our schedules.
0: <laughs> Yeah. Um that yeah that's cool. Yeah, so there it is. Um that's that's our human's news and images for the for the week. Uh probably more next week. These popped up right after we got the show last week, Mike, just like we predicted. So. <laughs> uh yeah, that's just how it rolls. Probably one of the biggest news this week hit is, hit us like a slap in the face is a Venom movie <laughs> announced by Sony. Uh yeah, the Venom from Spider-Man uh confirmed uh-huh. for October 5th, 2018 from Sony. why where where why how did this happen Mike what, what do you think if I said Sony is making a Venom movie next year what do you think
1: this is this is what I think uh knock it off this is what I think just because I don't like any idea that comes out of Sony's mouth you know what if they want us to be not worried about it go ahead and let like Marvel Studios make the announcement if they happen to be doing it together i don't even know if marvel is going to have a hand in this at all like is sony going to be in charge of setting up venom and then when venom pops up in a spider-man movie marvel maybe gets to fix what they broke i don't know we haven't even had a decent on-screen portrayal of venom yet so like i think we need to make sure that we do it right so I kind of like the uh, approach of maybe doing something like um, like they did with the Joker and the Dark Knight. A lot of people will argue and say the Dark Knight isn't a Batman movie and it's almost more of a Joker movie just because the villain was so engaging and he just steals the show. So, man, I would just love to see that like in Venom. Like Everybody has loved this villain for the longest time. I think almost entirely due to how crazy the character looks and how villainous he is. So I think if they could just really work on that, that would be awesome. Like, let's just introduce him like we have done in the past with villains, with, uh, you know, just in a Spider-Man movie. I don't know if if there's enough there to... To Venom to give him all of these like different dichotomies of oh is he a hero is an, is he an anti-hero are we supposed to like him are we supposed to love slash hate him love hate him like no he's just a villain a villain throw him in a Spider-Man movie and just do him right you don't need to make this complicated give him his own standoff movie like I know this symbiote has evolved over time in the comic books to where like Venom is now like in like bulletproof jacket and he has guns and then he was on the Guardians of the Galaxy for a while like we don't need to get mess Up and all that. Just give us a decent Venom Spider-Man fight in a Spider-Man movie, and do that right first. You know, it's like we're rebooting Spider-Man basically, and we did it well so far with uh, Civil War. And we're going to be giving him his own movie this summer. Like, let him run through his course of villains with his trilogy. You know, Guardians is getting a trilogy, Captain America, Iron Man, Thor. They're getting their trilogy. Let's just throw him in one of those Spider-Man movies. That's good. So that's what I want.
0: <laughs> well, too bad, Mike, because you're not getting any of that. Uh, <laughs> just from what I get, from from what I gathered on these reports that came in, um, that this is not related to Homecoming at all. Uh, that's why Marvel did not do any announcements with it. Uh, there is no director confirmed, uh, despite the fact I think it was Alex Kurtzman was has been tied to a Venom movie for like four years now. Uh, that was back in the Amazing Spider-Man days. So, there's no director. There's a script that has been turned in already, surprisingly, by Scott Rosenberg, who's writing the upcoming Jumanji reboot. And Jeff Pinkner, who worked on the Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, okay. <laughs> and they were working on a draft from Dante Harper, who recently did Alien Covenant. So, um, no faith in that whatsoever, either. Uh, secondly, A.V. Arid and Matt Tolmach are still on as producers, meaning this is probably standalone and not mcu related that's that was kind of uh, the biggest giveaway like they're just they're just gonna soil the good faith that they've gotten with
1: their audience so far with putting spider-man in civil war and they're just gonna they're just gonna ruin it i don't i don't like this you know this kind of comes back to that rumor i was uh, talking about a few weeks back where i heard something along the lines of sony the sony pictures is gonna live and die. Well, at least their animated portion of their studio is going to live and die based on this emoji movie coming up. Uh, I wonder if they might live or die based on this Venom movie coming up, because it seems like a movie that would be very expensive and that maybe not go over very well. So, <laughs> are they just going to use uh, the money they get from Marvel to keep them afloat? Now, this doesn't need to happen. Stop it. Knock it off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I
0: don't, I don't know what their plans are. This. Uh, the, one of the, the the reports also said that this is like inspired by Deadpool success. They want to make Venom their like standalone character, <sighs> kind of like Deadpool. Yeah, and that's what
1: we were. That's what we were all worried about. This yeah. was going
0: to be the downside
1: of what we didn't want to see from Deadpool. Like, you can't just take a bad guy and make it rated R and just it's going to work. That's not what we're doing here.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Aviary has has not done anything good uh, that I can think of in a long time. So I, I, I blame him. And also, there was a bunch of stuff this week. The movie Life with Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal is uh-huh. coming out. And it's about like a symbiote. And everyone's like, oh, is this like a prequel to to Venom? Because it is by Sony Pictures as well. And it, mm-hmm. it, everyone, like the the people in the press were like, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. And they <laughs> were just been fucking people I, I, all weekend. I, t-
1: I tell you what, if Sony Pictures went to that level to try to introduce the symbiote into their universe, I would give them props. I would give them credit that someone out there was daring enough to just make a standalone movie and just slightly connect it to uh, an upcoming Venom movie. I would give them credit for that, but it doesn't necessarily mean their Venom movie is going to end up being good. So, uh, man, this is just not good news.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely... Um The most interesting bit of news this week. But we've had interesting Spider-Man spin-offs and and sequels before that have never happened or come to fruition. October 5th, 2018 is a quick turnaround time in my head for them to do a Venom movie. Because I imagine there's a lot of computer graphics that are going to go into this. And um, with the animated Spider-Man movie from Sony coming out that December... I feel like they're gonna they're just gonna shoot themselves in the foot, and they're gonna have to sell off their Columbia Pictures or whatever it's called, Sony Pictures, to to just get rid of it. So
1: I hope so. <laughs> yeah, our,
0: our fingers are crossed. Did you end up seeing Beauty and the Beast this week, Mike?
1: Uh, no, I didn't, because we all know how I feel about these live-action Disney movies. I yes, I know, I hear people. Jungle Book is supposed to be good, but it doesn't mean I've gotten around to watching it yet. So. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, I was I was curious. I, I, I went Thursday, Thursday evening with my wife, um, and uh, just uh, no spoilers here, but, um, I mean, I, it didn't offend me. Um, I, I don't have an affinity for the original, um, but there are times when you can tell they set Emma Watson down in front of a green screen and said, smile at the dancing plate in front of you, and she's like, how the fuck do I do that? um i had to do this for yeah. you know 10 years doing harry potter movies now i have to do it now uh but there are the the Beast yeah. CG didn't sell me and there are some parts of the story that the pacing's a little weird but it, if you like the first one you're gonna love this so
1: yeah i i've kind of heard that this movie is it's it's a it's an ease it's kind of like easily listening music it's like some people have said it's nice to go into a movie to not really have to worry about the plot or mm-hmm. what's going to be the fate of, like, a franchise necessarily. So you just go in. You kind of have a good time, see if Emma Watson can look at a, a plate for a, a, a entirely CG dance number. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I this is exactly what I was expecting. I knew it's not going to win any sort of, like uh, – uh, best picture oscar or anything like that you know it's just it's a disney princess movie but reimagine a live action it seemed like they did a decent job converting f- from from 2d animation to live action so mm-hmm. I, well
0: I, I, I will tell you i will give it two, two uh, one compliment here um they made her dad not seem out to be as like some crazy fucking lunatic like they did the Uh cartoon version which applaud them for changing it to make it you know like not everyone's stupid in this like (laughs) because that's how the first one the cartoons like everyone's dumb and or Uh. crazy and um two they they change the beginning of the movie is shot in the hdr pretty much where like everything is like well lit you can see the lights and the lows you know but then they mm-hmm. changed that, thankfully, because that would have bothered me the whole time. So uh, I, I give them, I, I yes, it wasn't bad. Uh, I'm not, I don't have any affinity for it, but it's not a bad translation. So um, kudos, you, you and McGregor stole the show. There we go. That's that's what I enjoyed the most. Yeah, he was Because well, okay,
1: I feel. I feel like you're my secret agent. You know, mm-hmm. I send you out to these Disney movies. You report back because we know we're not going to be doing spoiler casts on these live action Disney that. things. So it's it's kind of <sighs> nice to just uh, I get the feedback from you, and I don't really have to put any effort into it.
0: <laughs> we we had an idea the other day, Mike. I hadn't told you this yet, but like next week, I I think I might go watch the Power Rangers, and then we come back into a spoiler cast, but only I've seen the movie. So <laughs> I, I get for the next like for like thirty minutes, I get to try to explain you the Power Rangers reboot.
1: Uh, oh okay well so <laughs> i was i was planning on seeing ghost in the shell i don't know if you were
0: maybe i could do the same thing there <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> maybe not... we'll
1: do maybe we'll just do like a back-to-back
0: yeah yeah I, I spoil a movie for you you spoil a movie for me we all call it even so yeah we'll do a we'll do a two-parter we'll just cram it all into one episode yeah well if it if comes around to it let's do it so we'll, we'll, we'll plan that out later <laughs> yeah <we'll> um <laughs> if we way <laughs> past our spoiler cast that's more important We'll keep you posted. I, yes, we will. I've got some Batman news here that's kind of shocking as well, Mike. And I'm not trying to be down on the Batman, but this doesn't sound good. And the script apparently is being rewritten from scratch, much like a page one rewrite. Didn't we talk about this like two weeks ago? Didn't they already do this? No, no, the Flash did that. They were they were all on board the, the Batman script a few weeks ago, and now they're not. Oh, man. Oh, man. What
1: is going on, man? What's Chris... What's going on? Tell me.
0: Okay, so I I honestly don't know. Um, but um, couple things. Uh, with this new rewrite of the script, Joe Manganiello does not know if Deathstroke will be in it. So we've already if, if we could potentially lose one of the hype most hype parts of this movie. Um, and J.K. Simmons doesn't show when or if he'll return as a Commissioner Gordon. Uh, if they, if they do as well. So, <sighs> man, <laughs> this this is bad voodoo on like everybody. Like it's not just like the character, but, like, they are just, like, shafting a lot of people, it sounds like, over there.
1: Well, I feel like almost the trouble is how do you get people excited in the industry about making a Warner Brothers movie when their last three movies have just been so mixed? Like, it's, you're gonna have to find kind of really hardcore fans to, to support those movies. You know, the general audience was just kind of, meh about him so like how do you get people excited about the batman when the last time they saw the batman was not a very good movie so maybe they maybe warner brothers is just like trying to like hey you know just stay put just, you know just sit down you don't have to get up you know don't leave the movie yet everything will be okay you know wonder woman's gonna come out it's gonna be good justice lee's kind of gonna come out it's gonna be even better then you'll be then you'll be excited to be with this family just just stay put everybody i feel like they're trying to like keep cats from like running all around the room
0: i don't know man i it, it, it's it's like they're like they're they're like in a really bad relationship and they're like one week they love him and the other week they hate him and like <laughs> they can't figure out which one they want to be all the time so they're like well we're having a bad week this week so let's run back to batman and be like no we don't like Batman this week, so we got to run away and, and, and mess it all <laughs> up. So, is there so much back and forth on this? Uh, I don't even know. But, I mean, with the interviews with J.K. Simmons and uh, Joe Manganello, like, they don't even know now. So, like, you're alienating people who are going to get asked about this a lot. And on top of that, Ben Affleck, this is not related to the film, but he has just checked in rehab for alcohol addiction. So, Ooh. I mean what is this is some bad press man this is a bad week for press for the batman
1: yeah i mean there's no way you can kind of uh flip that to look at it in a good way i still think i mean just with all the possibilities out there in hollywood this could still end up being a good movie you know there's Mm -hmm. there nothing has been done that can't be fixed so i guess there's no reason to freak out but yeah this is definitely not good script for the good uh good press for the batman
0: Exactly, and and honestly, I, I don't know uh, if they're rewriting the Batman. It might affect our next topic here, the Nightwing movie. Uh, we've talked about this kind of being in production a little bit in development, and um, but Deathstroke is more of a Nightwing villain, so maybe they could rework Deathstroke into being a Nightwing villain rather than the Batman's villain, despite all Man. the hype we have for him.
1: How do? You, how would you even? Like, how do you even make that work? You know, Nightwing is a character I don't believe we have ever seen on the big screen in live action. I know he's probably been in Warner Brothers animated movies. Um, He's not even in the animated cartoons that much. Every once in a while, he might pop up in something. But I think the last time, you know, we'd seen him was in uh, the second season of Young Justice, So I don't even think Nightwing is that well known to the, to the public. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but like, you know, how do you kind of bring him up out of obscurity into this franchise that hasn't even really established their big hitters that well? So I don't know. I feel like a Nightwing movie is just, you're, you're stepping in a little too quickly there.
0: Well, I think their goal is if Affleck does not work out, Nightwing can be his replacement.
1: Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> like they got, we
0: gotta, we don't, we don't want to recast Batman or revamp this whole universe just yet. Give us another year, but <laughs> Nightwing <laughs> could be that. And like I said, Deathstroke is more of a Nightwing villain. He was never really a Batman villain, so um, may- maybe, maybe they're gonna do some shifting around, and make it work. I don't know, man. I've got more bad news on the horizon here. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I, I, I think I sent you this message, but Aquaman has been pushed back several months. Uh, from October, I think, to December of 2018. Can't yeah,
1: and and it w- so it was moved around because what also was something was moved at Warner Brothers as well, wasn't it?
0: I don't remember. Avatar gave up December. Yeah, it was Avatar. I think that's what it, and that's then, what it and was. And then once they moved Aquaman, that's when they announced Venom in that time slot Aquaman used to be. It's been a very, yeah. very shifty week. <laughs> yeah, so
1: I I mean I wouldn't worry too much about I would think the shift of Aquaman, just because October has always been a really weird month for movies. I think Hollywood is kind of reinventing the month, you know, because it kind of sits in between winter. It sits at the after summer has officially ended, so it's this weird month where we have seen movies that have been okay, but usually they're not big blockbusters. I would say like an Aquaman movie would. Uh, so uh, maybe it's good that it's out of October. Uh, maybe that means the studio has more belief. In the movie, you know, maybe they're just like, oh, this movie could be so big if we if it wasn't stuck in October, but like, oh, shit, Avatar, the two billion dollar movie, just got pushed back. Let's move Aquaman over there. Well, but then,
0: uh, I'm gonna, bring up I'm a good I'm gonna go to the other <laughs> side of this is that Aquaman, there is no between Justice League November to Aquaman December, there is no DC movies next year. One oh, full wow. year and one month. And what if Star Wars lands that, that their, their beloved December spot right now? In 2018.
1: Yeah, that would be rough because that would be, I guess, their next Star Wars story movie. So I would hope maybe Aquaman, uh, I don't know if they've picked an exact date in December, but let's, is, hope, to God, let's ho- hope to God it's not on the exact same weekend because that would be a little rough.
0: Yeah, so we're, I mean, I think if they were going to move Aquaman, they should have brought him into the summer. Um, because it uh, 13 months without a movie in your extended universe and all this talk of you know batman being uh done the flash is getting a a page one zero page one rewrite not where they just rewrite page one but they have to rewrite the whole script um it's 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 worrisome like that's not a good gap
1: and i'll go a little i'll go a little extra corporate on this think about it aquaman movie in the summer think of all the pool toys that you can sell you can't (laughs) sell any of that stuff in december everything's frozen over so uh yeah there you go good idea guys (laughs)
0: yeah right so and aquaman has had like the best press like nothing's been wrong jason momoa is like doing like workouts for it they're scouting locations everything seems to be going on schedule for that movie and Uh just the idea of i get pushing back to a better month i get that but when you're when you widen your gap between movies like what is what are you doing so i agree with you I'm with you, Mike, on this one. So,
1: oh. Well, thanks, man. You're
0: welcome. <laughs> God, well, my, I might change next week. You know, I'm not, I'm, I don't agree with you now, Mike. I'm off of it because <laughs> we, we were too happy for a second. Green Lantern Corps uh, also has some news that a lot of fans have not liked this week as well, that possibly director David Goyer could be directing it, Green Lantern Corps. Yes,
1: yeah, which is kind of strange because I think most people wouldn't consider David Goyer a director as more of a writer cause he's written pretty much tons of things out there in the superhero universe. Um, like he, you know, he wrote Batman versus Superman. He, I think he wrote a lot of the, uh, uh, dark Knight trilogy. Write? Yeah. He, so he's, he's written a lot of things. He has a couple directorial credits, but nothing that I think is really, um, standing out to people, you know, some blade episodes three. on TV here or there. So blade yeah, it makes that's me all wa- I'm
0: going to say. Just blade three.
1: Yeah. It makes me wonder, like, is is he like gonna? I don't know. It's always hard to say because when a movie goes bad, you don't necessarily know exactly what went wrong. So maybe just maybe I don't know. This it's just David Gore doesn't exactly instill a lot of confidence in this when you think of superhero movies, you know, uh-huh. especially coming off of Batman versus. Superman.
0: He's got he's got like he's he's got such. A, we've talked about this in, in, at length before. He's got such a mixed bag. Um, uh-huh. but he's also co-writing and co-producing Green Lantern Core, so for him to make the stretch over to co-or, I guess, director would essentially be like Blade Trinity. He did all three on Blade Trinity. Um, and I don't know, I, I, I we new blood, get new blood in there, DC, like get David yeah. Goyer out, let him do his own thing for a bit, and then. We haven't even think, seen this Krypton show yet. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that would be the best idea also for Fox as well. Fox and Warner Brothers, they just need fresh blood. Stop pulling up these same people that have been doing it for decades. You need you need a fresh perspective on this stuff. And, but, you know, at the same time, I, I will give be devil's advocate for David Goyer, and maybe this will be his best movie ever. Maybe since, you know, he's going to be writing, directing, producing it, maybe he'll be able to make the exact Green Lantern movie he's always wanted to Maybe he's just going to knock it out of the park and we're all going to love it. Uh, so I'm just going to cross my so fingers for Goyer.
0: I'm going to, again, use the example. He did all three for Blade Trinity, and look how that turned <laughs> out. Just- just wipe my hands clean. There we go. Oh, wrong place, wrong time? I don't know, man. <laughs> stop Stop being such an optimist here, okay? We're not We're not going to let him have it. Uh, now we've got a mixed bag here at the end of the show. Actually, more probably more than the rest of the show, which is ironic. We had our first poster for the Dark Tower, which was supposed to come out, I think, last month until I moved it to the summer in good faith. Um, so this is a very interesting um, picture because they stand... Like, the light like around the 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 two characters on the bottom is supposed to be the shadow of the dark tower
1: maybe yeah i think if you invert the uh basically the negative space inside the poster is supposed to be the dark tower Mm -hmm. so i don't really know much about this series i know a lot of people are really excited uh and hoping it doesn't suck this is kind of the same type of conversations that came out when the uh, ender's game movie came out everybody was just like oh ender's game was such a good book you know it, it, it's so awesome but i hope they don't ruin it so basically if you do jump into any online conversations you're just going to see a whole lot of i hope they don't fuck this up
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. yep yeah. and um the trailer that leaked that that we saw a couple months ago i enjoyed uh, and I know nothing about this, so and there's a TV show coming along with it as well. So we'll we'll keep you posted. But there's our first poster. That's cool, right? I'm cool with it. Whatever. Uh, Stars has a show coming up called American Gods, based on the the, the book by Neil Gaiman. Uh, Gaiman, however, you want to say his name. I I'm I'm illiterate. I mostly. think I think it's I think it's Gaiman. Gaiman. Um, and the new trailer for American Gods came out. It premieres April 30th. I actually, um, for not having read the book and knowing it is uh, my co-host on Film Chat, Patrick's one of his favorite books. Uh, I'm really excited to watch this. So um, yeah,
1: it it looks pretty cool, and I know with it being on stars, it's going to be able to be mature. There's a quick shot in the trailer where literally someone is cut in half from head to I guess crotch for a second, and it's kind of off in the corner, and there's blood. So there's a lot of blood. Could be a lot of blood yeah, in the trailer. It, this could be a pretty brutal. It looks really interesting. I know nothing about this book, but uh, I I'll. I'll I'll look forward to this one. I don't I don't really know if I'm gonna be able to uh, find a lot of time to fit this into the schedule because this does kind of seem one of those uh, like one off things where it's just like oh, maybe if it ends up getting really good press I'll try to work it in. But I think this is maybe a, a binge watch on the on the weekend once the season is up.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, for me since I have stars um, access, I, I might try to watch this one simply because um, my wife's Game of Thrones doesn't start until July this year. Uh, we don't have any Westworld this year, um, so I'm gonna need something hopefully written well and and above the you know the standard fare to get me through mm-hmm. um, spring and the summer. So I uh, cross my fingers for 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 that one. Well, I'll come back. I'll let you know about the first episode, Mike. I'll let you know. Well, thank you. You're welcome. The Matrix got some news this today. I've that's not the a sh- a movie I've talked about in years, uh, but the WB is planning a not a sequel but a prequel as a report to now talking about with michael b jordan as a young morpheus and following his story as a young morpheus if you will oh man oh man but it's it's the matrix so it could be a sequel if it's rebooted i I don't know (laughs) how this works it's very confusing
1: I, I, I'm, I'm more curious who is going to be attached to this are we going to get the Wachowskis back or is this going to be maybe they're just going to like maybe bring up an up and coming director to helm this and maybe they'll just kind of be at the high level just making sure things aren't fucked up too much but at the same time uh, they kind of fucked up the second two movies so I don't really know what to think here I, I at the end of the day this is a movie I don't think we need at all like, uh, we don't need a prequel for Morpheus. Uh, I like the idea of Michael B. Jordan being in a sci-fi movie. I am fine with that. I don't I don't think we have any issues with Michael B. Jordan here on our end. But uh, one thing that is pretty funny, though, um, if you guys out there are fans of Screen Junkies, the guys that make Honest Trailers, they have this uh, show on their premium network called, uh, I think it's Pitch Off or something, where basically uh, you, you pitch movie ideas to... Um, uh, to What's his What's his name Oh gosh Yeah, uh, yeah. The, um, the guy The comedian That's high all the time Doug Benson Doug That's Benson, his name that it is. But the, there was actually Somebody on that show Like a couple months back That pitched this exact Same movie to him Which was like We're gonna be A, a, a prequel for Morpheus And it's gonna be uh, Michael B. Jordan So in his pitch He also included That Michael B. Jordan I believe had a A brother That ends up dying Or something like that So if that happens In this prequel That will be hilarious
0: Yeah, so the report in this is is proceeding without the Wachowskis. And one of my um, acquaintances from school who's actually a uh, reviewer slash writer for Slash Film, actually, his quote on this actually kind of like made me think a little bit here. But he says, Denial is the most predictable of all human responses, which, of course, Mike is in very much denial right now. Uh, But rest assured, reboots are our jam and we've become exceedingly efficient at it. Which seems to be true of the film industry. They are very efficient at reboots. And some of them work. Some of them work. Now, if this is a reboot or a prequel, who knows it. I just hope they don't go with the whole, you know, hit you over the head with, like, Neo is, you know, uh, a metaphor for the Messiah, Savior (laughs) thing. Because that was was so much on those last two. And all I really wanted to see was more of those, you know, interstate car chases with those twin ghost-looking things that he was fighting. So... (laughs) Uh, hopefully, you know, a young Morpheus could be a little, little bit interesting. I, I would like to go back into the, the world of the matrix minus all that heavy lifting stuff there at the end. I think it'd be oh, well. fun. So, all right. I'm, all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I am okay with this now next year, uh, we get infinity war part one and then infinity war part two, uh, from Marvel and the Russo brothers, but they've already announced their next project after v- infinity war and, in, the brothers are going to be working on a TV series adaptation of a comic called Quantum and Woody from Valiant uh, Comics. Oh and, wow! Yeah, so it's a TV series. So, and this Quantum and Woody is essentially a buddy superhero comic book um, about character like where the characters are based on the like the white men can't jump characters, Woody Harrelson and uh, Wesley Snipes, <laughs> where the the, uh-huh. the white guy is the funny, wisecracking one. Um, and there are only 22 issues out there in the wild, so it's not hard to find. And and it's, uh, I've not read it, (laughs) but it seems like a good idea. I
1: I really like this news just because I like how the Russo brothers are kind of going back into television. I mean, this is like a big deal, and it really kind of shows you the landscape of Hollywood right now where after the Infinity War comes out, I can't imagine two directors out there that are going to have more clout than they have. I mean, they're going to be kind of on James Cameron level with a box office um, amounts after those Infinity War movies. It's going to be crazy. I mean, those guys have made awesome movies so far. They've directed some really cool episodes of Community as well. So it's so cool that after having all of this uh, big blockbuster uh, record-breaking clout under their belt, that they're like, yeah, let's just go back to TV. I think that's so cool. So it'll be interesting to see what network this show is going to be on because I, I kind of hope maybe it's on a little bit more of a prestige network so they can kind of go all out. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this, yeah, this is cool news. I like this, man.
0: Well, I also like that it's a series that's wrapped up for the most part. Um, I don't think, Uh I think the there was, it was like early, mid two thousands. And then they did a 2013, like one off or like one off mini that was like in the 20 years in the future. Uh So they have the material to work with. Uh, They can, like you said, they can write their own, they can do whatever they want with that money um like they're like you know they're probably like one of the hottest pair in in hollywood or i guess maybe put them in charge of the green lantern and batman movies right but um, <laughs> wow yeah that'd be cool um but they can do what they want and, and you're right let them letting them go do what they want to do with tv and 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 these smaller characters that really don't have a history that a lot of people care about like let them do it i think that's fun go for it uh-huh. I, i'm down i'm down with that so good good on you russo brothers uh, right before we started the show, I made Mike watch the um, Despicable Me 3 trailer, <laughs> the newest trailer, um, simply because a uh, he's a super villain, okay, right? There are superheroes, I think, in that world. Um, but it was, and I think Despicable Me has hit that point where, like, they should stop because they have Steve Carell playing the main character, Gru, and his twin brother, Drew. and i'm like when's the last time we saw this happen mike oh Uh, awesome powers (laughs) i think uh put it this way we are
1: intrigued about this movie for Mm. one reason one reason only somehow they got trey parker to be in this movie
0: yes trey parker uh voice of most of the south park characters writer of that uh book of mormon he did book of Mormon, hilarious stuff like he he
1: is a uh creative uh, uh, um, icon and someone that I really look up to as some guy who basically does what he wants, when he wants, how he wants, and he ended up being super crazy successful. You know, he has this uh, uh, sh- this show that's basically a, um, a staple on television every year now, South Park, and I'm thinking we're probably overthinking this a little bit and more than likely he's just in the movie because he probably has kids and he probably wanted a movie his kids could actually go see because he knows they can't be watching South Park every week. So that's what I'm thinking happened. But, um, I mean, the trailer's all right. I hate Steve Carell's voice as grew. I've mm. never liked it. It's like the worst just combination of everything. And then his slight variation to do his twin brother is just also kind of aggravating. But, I mean, it's, it's slapstick fun animation, you know. Yeah, well, I, I'm
0: sure. I'm sure it will be all right. <laughs> it's it's a studio. I mean, Illumination isn't owned by anybody. Or at least they weren't when they started. So kudos for Illumination for like being able to get a, a franchise underway, um, uh-huh. even if they did spawn the fucking minions. Um, but I I think you know the Spiegel Me Three is just like you said. This is one of those things like we don't know what's going on. I didn't watch the second one. I might not watch it, but you know. I, I, it's super villains I'll put it in here So that's what it is <laughs> And now I'm offering My favorite part of the show I've been looking at this For a couple days now Mike <laughs> Ridley Scott Done messed up Mike's life And he's, <laughs> he's done messed up even further By confirming Another movie title In the Alien franchise Called Alien Awakening And when he was okay. Listing off movies He went Prometheus Awakening Covenant And was really? cut off Before he could continue More movie titles
1: What okay I'm just going to cross my fingers and hope he just said them in the wrong order because right now Prometheus was supposed to be the prequel to Alien and then Mm -hmm. there is just like no let's make a sequel to Prometheus that's also a prequel to Alien called Alien Covenant and then it sounds like he's no no I think we need a movie in between Prometheus and Alien Covenant that's a prequel to Alien Covenant a prequel to Alien a sequel to
0: Prometheus and Uh we're going to
1: go ahead and call that Alien Uprising what is going on Chris
0: no no Awakening not Uprising Uprising might be the next one. I don't know. Yeah, I'm kidding. It's probably going to be the quick <laughs> Quit giving them ideas, Mike. You're giving them articles. <laughs> titles. Uh, so we're going to have this fun little chart eventually one day of all these alien movies and how they interconnect and which ones really <laughs> matter at the end of the day. So I, I thought, when I heard this, I'm like, this is it. This is this is the news Mike really wanted because we don't have a Ninja Turtles movie to talk about right now. <laughs> so I might as well confuse him with Ridley Scott's aliens uh, timeline with what is going on here. And apparently he oh, wants man. to keep making more. Uh, like there is no stopping this old man. He's seventy nine. I don't know how he's cranking out alien movies. Um, I guess that's he's got alien on the bug. Yeah, on the brain. Alien on the bug, brain. Sure, he's, he's got, got something. A bug in, he's got he's got a bug in his brain for what the What if alien he movies, is man. infected with an alien that's making him these <laughs> alien movies? What if he is the alien? Oh he God. should
1: he, he should put himself in his movies.
0: Yeah, he probably has. We just haven't watched enough. You bought you bought the four pack on on iTunes, right? Yes, I, and I will be diving into them soon. Yes, so uh, maybe maybe we can do a countdown to Covenant one day and
1: okay. <laughs> figure out
0: how to watch these. I, I had to try to explain to someone how to watch the X-Men movies the other day. You know how hard that was? Uh, just tell them to light them on fire and just go do
1: something else. Like,
0: <laughs> I'm like, here here's some good ones. Here's some ones you can skip. Have at it. So, um, yeah, those are Alien news with the Alien Awakening. Hopefully it's not like a little prequel movie because I hate when they make, like, here's a 20-minute prequel movie or – you know, an animated film in between yeah. these movies. I don't like those. Well, Chris, thanks
1: for all of the bad <laughs> news this week that you really brought on us.
0: Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, if I didn't, someone else would, Mike, so I'm glad it was me. <laughs> um, but thank you for, you know, I want to just thank, thank Mike for coming every week. We got this down to a schedule. He's been thinking hard about the future of the show while I've been busy doing other stuff. So thank you, Mike, for doing that. But no problem if if people want to know what else you're up to because i know you got a lot going on like you're, you're you're just as busy as i am but in different different way where can people find you at and see what you're doing
1: well they can follow me at mike Royer design on twitter and instagram and you can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, if people want to know when you eventually get that CRT monitor plugged in and working, uh, where can they uh, follow that?
0: Oh, you can find me on Twitter at Valdin V A L D I N. I actually got it working last night. I made this little GIF of uh, this game called Star Wars Jedi Power Battles. I was playing on uh-huh. it, um, and God, the nostalgia of the PlayStation startup sound. I'm gonna put that. I'll put that GIF online <laughs> now. So I'll go put it online right after this. There, you can read my stuff on Comic UI. Uh, we have C Two E Two coming up in a couple weeks um really excited for that I've got a new guest going with me of uh, his first convention so that's fun and uh my other podcast film side chats and I guess this since this, most people to this Monday the web series I work on bagged and board our Kickstarter starts tomorrow or I guess Indiegogo goGo starts tomorrow we're crowdfunding for season two um I'm not asking for money here I just want people to watch the show go check out bagged and board I just bought the domain bagged and us bagged and bored us get it It's, it's it's a play on words so you can check them out all the episodes there they're free on youtube so uh there's that in the meantime mike we are all over the internet uh where else can people find us if this is their first superhero slate episode
1: alright well howdy doody let's do this you can visit superhero slate.com. that is the best place to find all the avenues we post the show to get our show notes so you can go check out all the stuff we've been talking about today and um, it's a place where I just I just want you to go I just want you to come and <laughs> I'm falling apart here wow we went to, this is the prediction we made at the beginning of the show all of the conversations that we had leading up to recording alright so here we go I'm just going to spout things out uh, iTunes YouTube Google Play Music SoundCloud Stitcher Tumblr subscribing get us right in your email inbox you can like us on facebook follow us on twitter you can follow us on instagram and you can pick up some superhero slate.com shirts at superhero slate.com store i'm running on steam here if you really like us (laughs) you can just share us with a friend Mm -hmm. share us with a
0: buddy and oh man i'm just it's been a it's been a day man if you're a super fan of the show write us tell us about it uh i I actually mike i want to sit here and make an executive decision we should change our store to superhero slate.com slash swag mike (laughs) <laughs> slash swag, we, so, can, we can get that run into. You know, we can just have them both. Fuck it. We go. All right, we'll fix it in post. But uh, this is this is the uh, episode. Thanks for coming back, guys, and we'll see you next week with our regular show and our Iron Fist spoiler cast. And that's for Mike. Bye. bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, and
1: don't forget to subscribe. Sometimes, like, we, I feel like we're so deep into the internet sometimes and then just, like, online entertainment that we just kind of just, we just kind of speak the same language and kind of know what you need to do. And then someone else, like, who's kind of doesn't know gets into the game and you're just like, no, you just, you don't understand. <laughs>